Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. I'm Jacqueline. And today on the pod, we're talking Survivor Australia, episodes 12 and 13. Because we're still double dipping to try to catch up. Yes, we're still double dipping. They seem to have maybe gone back to more than one episode being released a week. Do they not understand what's what's happening here? We can't keep up, Survivor Australia. Yes, and this is the blood versus water season, of course, just of to, course. to make that clear. 2022. If you're listening to this in the future, be oh, bored. Man. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. I do believe I there's uh there's some terrible flooding going on in Australia oh, in gosh. the present. So our That's thoughts no good. No, not at all. Our thoughts do go out to Australia. Stay safe out there. Stay I hope dry. Australia remains a continent as global warming continues to happen. It wasn't too long ago. I think it's when we were covering Survivor South Africa before last season of Australia started that the crazy wildfires in Australia mm-hmm. were going on. I know. All crazy. the sad koalas. All the sad koalas. Mm. Should okay. we jump into yes, episode 12? Let's talk about something happier. It's episode day, 12. Day 24. We're with the water tribe. <laughs> And uh, water's getting a little everywhere, if you know what I mean. I don't know what you mean. They go skinny dipping. They do. You see Khan's ass. You just see his whole ass at the water hole. Sam and Michelle decide to go skinny dipping. Jesse decides to join them. And then Khan decides to join them. And you see Jesse's butt first as he covers his junk and runs into the water. (laughs) But then Khan just, like, leisurely goes into the water and starts doing some, like, dolphin dive so his little yeah. butt comes out his little con butt little con butt little con butt little con butt amazingly ben is still alive and in the game amazingly after two attempts on his life he's still hanging in there because croc croaked yeah he ben they got rid of godzilla ben describes the croc vote as an epic blindside and that he owes croc some beers absolutely meanwhile chrissy is not taking the croc vote off quite as lightly oh super super mad she's very upset um no longer has the safety of the idol she describes croc being voted off as like a car accident she had to experience in slow motion and what's sad is you can really tell that with croc being gone that he is her connection to home and she's that really, she's really just feeling, she's so homesick now. She's missing her family much more than she would with Croc being there. Uh, I like have so I've been in like a pretty rough car accident before, mm-hmm. and like I can put myself back in that space of like slow motion rolling in a vehicle, not sure when or where it's landing and like everything kind of slowing down. So like I can understand her feeling. Have you ever had to watch your brother-in-law be voted off Australian Survivor? No. Oh. Thank goodness. So maybe you don't quite know what she's feeling. Jesus. Jacqueline. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Chrissy goes to talk to Sammy about it. 
Yes. Um, she's pissed at Ben because she finds out that Ben was kind of the mastermind behind voting off Croc. And she gets this... I mean, she has this line of thinking that, like, Ben kind of destroyed Croc's game. That Croc, right. like, sacrificed his entire game to shield Ben. And Which I don't know ben... if that's a fair assessment. No, it's not at all a fair assessment. Like... Croc didn't vote out Ben. He didn't write Ben's name, but he certainly knew that Benny was about to get blindsided and didn't say a thing to him and let it happen. No, so and Croc like, was trying to like, yeah, being bring Ben in and have him as an ally because that blew up in his face doesn't mean he really like sacrificed his game defending Ben. Not at all. Um, some other just stray thoughts before we switch to blood. Ben is in the This Holiday Sucks hat, just mm-hmm. keeping up track in that hat wherever it goes. Love it. And he says that he's going to stick around like like shit to a blanket. Gross. It's a pretty terrible analogy. That's disgusting, Ben. And Ben also thinks that he fully has Jesse's trust. Okay. Which is maybe not the greatest thing to be thinking at this point. No, in the game. I don't think you have anybody's trust, Ben. And I don't think anybody trusts you. Ben feels like because he revealed to Jesse, you know, Croc's machinations and that they teamed up to vote off Croc instead of him teaming up with Croc to vote Jesse, that Jesse's now like has a life debt to him. <clears throat> that Jesse's like his Chewbacca to his Han Solo. They're like bosom buddies now. Mm, good Tom Hanks reference. Um, but it's not true. Do you know that there's a Tom Hanks show from the 80s where he dresses up like a woman with another dude so they can live in like low rent female housing and it's called Bosom Buddies? No, that's weird. It's like how Tom Hanks got to start. Switching to the blood tribe. Mark is feeling great. Uh, he has this quote that like, oh, a bunch of the boys are calling the shots, which is a rare treat in Survivor. Um. I'm pretty sure that's pretty normal in Survivor. Seems like a real weird thing to say. Maybe it's just that, like, it's a full alliance of strong fellas. Like, it's Josh, Jordan, Jordy, Mark, and Juicy Dave. They all look like the dudes in Bronco Henry's, like, men's <laughs> fitness magazines from Power of the Dog. No leaves over their penises, though. <laughs> no, and but they do all have monographed handkerchiefs that they rub on their faces in the river. And then masturbate sensually. Uh, Mark wants Shay out at this point. They're targeting Shay and they call the boys club, the Terminator crew, Jackie, because that's just the coolest name ever. Right. Stupid name. Not something a 14 year old boy would think of. Nothing with alliteration. You know, what's cool. Killer robots. We're like killer robots. We're the Terminator troop. At least be the Terminator troop. Do you think it's because Arnold Schwarzenegger's from Austria and they're from Australia, Australia. and they mm. kind of just want to be like Arnold? I am Arnold. Do, 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 do. Do. That's Arnold singing in Kraftwerk. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> Mark talks a little bit about how he has an idol, how he's keeping it secret. He like alludes to mm. being in like covert operations. No, he no idol clue. He's got the idol, idol clue. Yeah, he's got the idol clue, and he's trying to keep it sac- secret. And he's like <laughs> sacred. Yeah, I, I keep misspeaking on this episode. That's okay. We just started seven minutes ago. Mark's got the idol clue. He's trying to keep it secret, and he alludes to like. I've been involved in many covert operations, but this will be my hardest yet. Yes. 
And uh, his clue says something about, like, string in the water to the tree by the well. Yeah, he knows that it's some tree near the well specifically. He kind of parses that out pretty quickly. So he talks about how he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be so smart when searching and just, like, do natural things. Going to be so discreet. No one's going to know. But, of course, Jordy already saw him get the clue. So and sees him head over to the watering hole and just follows him. So Jordy didn't necessarily see him find the idol, which was, like, tied to a rope in the water. Yeah. But he definitely, like, knows that he was looking, and then they look together, and well, Mark's all, like, well... Yeah. Well, even before, like, his Jordy, he's the shoe detective. He's a gumshoe. He knows that Mark has the idol in his clue. In yes. his In his shoe. In, in his, his clue. Jesus. The clue in the shoe. Clue in the shoe. Yeah, and Mark spies the idol just as Jordy's approaching. He gets the idol, and then, yeah, he... He does this thing where they spend what seems to be a good amount of time pretend looking for it. Yes. As far as Mark goes, real looking for it for Jordy. Absolutely. And then he just, like, tells him about it. Why does he tell him? He's so stupid. Because I guess he he figures that Jordy will eventually suspect that he has it and will, like, try to flush it instead of being willing to work with it. He says, like... Oh, the first thing about having an idol is trust no one and tell no one. Mm-hmm. But I think I can trust Jordy. So stupid. Okay, Mark, you directly contradict yourself. Mark, you're absolutely, this is like part of your downfall right here. He also says, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Bring a tank, because that's how someone gets hurt by bringing a knife to a gunfight. So stupid. Sounds like real, like, military industrial complex type thinking mark maybe a little bit we see a lot of that in the next couple episodes from marky mark he also calls jordy a loose end which just makes me feel like mark is planning on murdering jordy in the woods at some point yeah oh gosh he's a loose end i can't let him get off the island oh gosh well anything else before we head into this immunity challenge no just that mark is an idiot yeah and like obviously jordy's gonna catch him doing this mark is just becoming less and less favorable in my eyes as we go i liked him a lot and it's been a continual downgrade in opinion on mark absolutely i like your like penis noise oh is that what it was it was like a hard penis becoming a flaccid penis i mean that's not at all what i was thinking but sure okay that's what happens to me when i look at mark my (laughs) invisible hard penis turns into an invisible flaccid penis okay and just to be clear your invisible penis is usually rock hard yes always i'm always walking around with a giant rock hard (laughs) invisible penis except when mark's on screen exactly and then it instantly wilts um hashtag invisible penis um so everyone's pretty flabbergasted that Crocky went home. They are gagged. We're rolling into immunity now. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I thought I said that. Chrissy must be pissed, says somebody. Yeah, Jordan thinks it's a mistake. Jordan also says that Croc was the heart and soul of the Blue Tribe. Mm. Jordy calls the Blue Tribe chaotic. Yes, and Chrissy makes it clear that she's quite upset at Ben. Yes. Rolling into immunity. Well, Jordan calls when they return the immunity necklace or immunity 
Idol. Idol. Yeah. Uh, Jordy calls the host your highness. He does. I also have that down. Yeah. So, yes, rolling into it. All right. They're playing for individual immunity. and they're, Per tribe. They're, yes, because they're going to double tribal tonight. So double one person from each tribe will be voted off. Get those mofos out of here. What they have to do is stand on these narrow pegs oh, while balancing this, like, it's almost like a, you have a handle on each side. It almost looks like a stretching type thing or what you would pull down on like a weight pulling thing at the mm-hmm. gym. You can tell I go to the gym so much. Um, but there's a the ball. ball. There's a ball there. So you're holding the ball in place while like each foot is on this really tiny wooden peg that just looks like it'd be so awful to stand on. I like physically could not stand on that after breaking my leg and all my surgeries. No like, way. You could not It do would it. cause physical damage to the bones in my leg to Absolutely. stand on something like that. It looks. For any amount of time. Yes. You couldn't do it. No. It looks horribly uncomfortable. Um, I just want to say really, really disappointing that they don't do what they do in American Survivor where they offer like, okay, and then Whichever tribe has the person standing the longest will get like a feast. Yeah. Or like some, some extra sort of food. Type of thing. Yes. I don't know if they always do that in the US, but they definitely when it's something did it like on this, 41. Because then it like makes the one person like, oh, you're the last person on your tribe, but you have to keep going to try to be the person to win the like yeah. food for your tribe. Totally. I think it was a missed opportunity. It's a fun extra element to throw into it, most yeah. definitely. So Juicy Dave goes right away. Within 60 seconds, he's out and he tosses his handle a big juicy throw and Mm -hmm. he's real upset. Followed closely by Jordan. Uh, This just must kill your feet. Michelle is third out. Followed by Mark, who catches the ball on the way out. Yes. Um, At this point, Chrissy's looking pretty zen. She's looking like she's just zoned into it. And pissed as fuck. Mark is just too heavy for this challenge. You know, he's this big tank of a man doesn't work for you know this is the type of challenge that really favors the leaner more endurance rather than the brute strength big guy like mark ben there's this conversation between ben and chrissy um ben chicks in on chrissy to be like let's have some real talk let's like how's it going um i have a few things just before that oh sorry jordy's got a cool ankle tattoo okay mel is out number five josh is out number six at the nine minute mark yes kj is out number Number seven seven. and then they have that conversation yeah because they have at least in my notes my notes are kind of back and forth between red and blue so maybe this doesn't make sense as i say jordy versus shay but then i have oh because it's the two on red jordy versus shay have to last a lot longer than anyone on blue because now on red it's only jordy versus shay yes but over on blue ben starts to chat with chrissy Mm -hmm. they talk about the croc vote and like ben's like yeah sure i did vote for croc absolutely yeah um and then chrissy needs help getting down but she's out eighth she also, I think you noticed it last episode that kind of in place of like fuck or swearing, people are saying far out. And I don't know if that's just an Australian turn of phrase or if it is specifically to not be swearing on Survivor Australia. I think it's probably a turn of phrase. But yeah, she's also like far out, you know, far out. which I think in the US, it's often most thought of like 
a somewhat antiquated, maybe like from the seventies. Oh, cool. Oh, far out, man. That's so awesome. It's like druggy, mind blowing type thing. Not yeah. like a negative, like far out. My fucking <laughs> feet hurt so badly. So funny. I'm pretty sure kids said it in New Zealand when I was teaching there. It's kind of a cool, I appreciate it as a different meaning completely. A hundred percent. One of the most fun things about watching international survivors picking up on those little things. I completely agree. All right, Jesse's number nine out. Yes, and he takes a hard tumble when he falls. And, like, he's down on the ground for a while to the point where Jordy is like, oh, is he okay? Is he okay? And the host is like, oh, only his ego is bruised. Ah, uh, see? He worries hard. Blood is thicker than water. <laughs> it's be hilarious if the host talk like that. Oh, see, blood is thicker than water. There's this moment where Shay goes up on her tippy toes. Oh, my gosh. And it's just like, Shay, you are insane. Shay is a beast. Hashtag challenge beast. Shay is the beastiest of beasts. We get to the 26 minute mark. Mm -hmm. Almost a full half hour. And then Benny Boy drops out. Number 10. It looks like he's in a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. And now an interesting thing happens that I want to get your opinion on. Yes. Sam asks Khan to drop. Yeah, I don't like this at all. She's like, oh, can you give this to me? It's something that you often see occur. When it's like people in an alliance. In an endurance thing like this. Yeah, I hate it. I always hate it. Because what I don't understand is I understand Khan's response is that, oh, yes, I will give you immunity. If you even if you don't win, I just want to see how long I can go. I want to go at least an hour. I just like, if you're Sam, I understand that you want immunity. So I understand like making that pitch of like, can I have the necklace even if you win, I guess. No. But this thing of like, give this one to me. I need this. Come on. Let me have this win. It's inherently not a win. It's not a win. And it also like, this is nothing for your resume positively. It only makes you look bad. In my opinion, at least. Yeah. It makes you look like. You couldn't handle losing. You weren't okay with getting second. You're like a poor sport. And that you think by convincing Khan to step down that that is somehow just like a win. At the very best, it's a win with a giant asterisk. And it's Mm -hmm. not even a win. No. Because Khan did win. 100%. I I wish Khan hadn't given her the immunity necklace. I completely agree. So, yeah, Sam like screams in pain and steps down. And then, like, passes out pretty hard. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, she's, like, the host, like, lifts her down. She's, like, being cradled like, like a little, a little baby. baby in yeah. the host's arms. Um, Khan steps down like it was nothing. He looks like he's absolutely fine. He's yeah. like, okay, he could have gone for, like, two more hours. And then Sam, yeah, you're right. Another reason why I wish that there had been, like, some food reward or something or, like, a further incentive to, for Khan to go as long as he could go. Absolutely. I mean, Khan's an absolute beast. Yeah. Sam is sitting there, I think, next to Jesse and has kind of a weird look on her face and then just like, yeah, passes out. Like collapses in on herself. They check her blood pressure. She seems to be okay. She's getting very emotional, which I think anyone would if you were to like pass out mm-hmm. after a challenge. Mark calls her darling, which is cute. And then... I just have a note that it's so dumb if Khan does give it to her boo with boo underlined. Mm. That's just to really highlight my feelings on what does eventually happen. And now it's still Shay versus Jordy out on red. Yeah. Jordy is wobbly a little bit. 
this is the first time I've noticed that Shay has great tattoos. All over, Shay's got great tattoos. Some great, like, just little splashes of color in them, too. Unlike, Ben, and, like, yeah, she's Shay's, uh, or that's uh, Ben's girlfriend. So mm-hmm. the two tattoo people. Yeah. Makes sense. They're adorable. Uh, the host calls Shay a warrior, and we hit the 50 minute mark. Yeah. And then at what, like 52 minutes? Somewhere in there. I'm pretty shocked that Jordy held out this long. Shay is still just like a statue, and then Jordy falls. Yes. Shay wins for red. Needs help getting down. Sam is still very emotional, says that she doesn't really recall fainting or. Yeah, what happened exactly. And then Khan and Shay both receive their immunity necklaces. And I just really wish Khan held on to it. Yeah. So they go back to. I do too. It's ridiculous. No, absolutely. Nothing more. I don't need to keep saying it. <laughs> we swap to the Blood Tribe. Um, so the problem being that Shay was the target for the boys, but now that they she de- has won immunity, it's between Mel or KJ. Right. They decide it's got to be one of the ladies. Mel kind of starts to emerge as the front runner just because of the thing that we're going to hear a ton of over the next two episodes. Post-merge, she has someone to, you know, her sister. She has a twin. Exactly. She's part of a two, and it's not one of the power boy twos. Exactly. KJ pledges her horny alliance to the boys. She wants to be, you know, mama bear, rooster, admirer, as we talked about. See, I I had this thought here. Okay. I think it would have been really smart of Mark to plan a blindside on Jordy here. Ooh. Get the ladies. You get Mel, KJ, and Shay and you. That's majority. Yeah. Fucking get the four of you. Jordy's the only one who knows about your idol. The only oh, person. Gosh. That would have been a so great So right move. now, fucking... Do it. But Get Mark, rid of Jordy. You know, Mark just loves the boys club. He I loves know. having the men He's alliance. not thinking like he's, he's not thinking like a winner. He's definitely he's, not. He's well, not, he's, you're right. No, I he's love not it. the winner he's of the boys club. He no. certainly is not the winner of the boys club. He's definitely yeah. the lowest of the low on the boys club. I think that's a great call on something Mark should have done. And I hadn't even thought of the fact that Jordy's the only one who knows that mm-hmm. he has an immunity necklace. And I mean, like, fucking Jordy and Jesse, as we'll see, are very dangerous, are both huge challenge competitors. Honestly, the Jordy, Jesse, Josh, and Jordan quad oh, could, trouble. could run the whole fucking thing. I hope they get broken up. Me too. Mark, you fool. Mark, you're not thinking like a winner. Exactly. Shay is leading some goofy yoga and says, asks Kay to go clean the pot, and it really rubs Kay the wrong, KJ the wrong way. And KJ thinks of herself right now as like a free operative. She has no loved ones or connections on Blue. And because of this, this like voting along the lines of old Blue for Mel seems to be the predominant move going forward. Yeah. Jordy thinks it's pretty like should be a simple vote. Three on KJ, five on Mel. Um, And then Shay's upset that she wasn't really clued in on that decision, though. Yeah, she's just being told what to do, which like. There's definitely a trend in the next coming ups of like women just being told what to do by this like group of power men. And And they kind of like to their credit, they do buck against it both times because Shay, who has immunity, is like, well, I'm not on the bottom. I'm not going home this round. So I do have some power here. And she's like, I'm not sold on Mel. 
I want to get KJ out. So um, she gets David on it. And Dave is like, last in, first off, which is just <laughs> a hilarious mindset. True. And Ready my last note over? is that Mark says that Tribal is going to be a Royal Rumble. Let's go splash around in some water. Okay. Chrissy knows that Ben got crock out and is pissed. So it comes back around this whole con giving Sam the idol. I just feel like really grossed out that Sam would even go about asking. I think it puts a really big like damper on her game, like blemish on her resume. Some might say like, I think it's just really a distasteful move. It's something that I don't like, but it is definitely not uncommon in Survivor. I don't think I think it's a blip maybe to most viewers and probably to the other players. I don't think it's going to be brought up or thought of again. And then we've got Chrissy gunning for Benny and Benny going after Chrissy. Yes. Uh, again, she has this line that Croc threw his game for Ben. Hmm. And she's planning four votes on Ben. Um, Khan is in his Pharrell hat that we've sometimes <laughs> seen Sam wear. Looking so good. Uh, and Chrissy, for some reason, very quickly loses confidence in her plan to vote Ben off. Um, she's unsure that she can trust Sam. Um, she's not really like stoked on anyone i don't know she's just like i feel like she's just upset at croc going home and just hyper focused on getting ben off and just kind of scrambling at this point yeah i mean that's definitely the feels i think it would be hard for any player in the wake of a blind side of a loved one not even a blind side of themselves where they're then removed from the game and mm -hmm. able to like view it as a good move yeah but like removal of like your number one ally your loved one it can really feel like almost a more of an assault to you than even to the person who was eliminated, I'm sure. Yeah, most definitely. So uh, because of this, Ben starts to target Chrissy because clearly she's going to be a problem for his game going forward. Right. He wants to flush Khan's idol. So he wants to split the votes between Chrissy and Khan. Mm hmm. So that's really just the dynamic that we roll into triple with Chrissy V or Ben versus Chrissy. Yeah. I mean, what's going to happen here? Um, Sam and Jesse kind yes, of holding that yes. power key. Sam does pull Jesse aside to kind of plan out their moves. And uh, Ben, again, just iterating that he needs Chrissy gone and that Sam is banking on Khan's immunity. Absolutely. Yes. Bum, bum, bum. Then we roll on into tribal. So, first thing that's talked about with the Red Tribe... Well, can I say something quick? Yeah. I didn't expect to see both tribes... At the same time. Yeah, seated together. Yeah. Intermingled. This, yeah. Usually one would be, like, in the jury area, and one would be in the voting area, and then they would swap. Right. One, like, silenced... Well, hence that food reward, right? Where one would yeah. get a chance to eat and observe... They're really like, this then, is really yeah. just the lead up to merge. I mean, Absolutely. they're almost just like giving them like a baby merge here. It, it's like, here, listen to each other's dirt a little bit before we go to merge. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, but Shay is uh, just talking about the big boys club. While Shay talks on the boys club, KJ's like making faces at Shay, looking very displeased. Mm -hmm. Juicy Dave makes a juicy comment about Jordy kind of it being surprising that Jordy could last so long. I feel like Jay is or uh, David is kind of trying to put into the ether that he's a threat challenge wise and in ways that you might not even expect. 
Juicy Dave is going to very quickly get replaced from this big boys club. And like he's I think he's the bottom tier of the big boys club. Absolutely. But, you know, once the bottom tier has gone, the second to last tier becomes the new bottom. So better look out who's underneath you. Are you quoting the host? No. Okay. It sounds like something he would say. I was trying. I was channeling him, but Mm. not quoting. Um, Uh, Mark. Oh, wow. Mark is voting based on trust. And who he can trust come merge. KJ speaks on Mark and she's like, he's a very special person to me. And I think I can trust him. And Sam like gives her this like comical double take of Mm -hmm. like, oh, stay away from my man. Right. Um, people talking about idols a little bit. Jordy also says that he's voting based along trust. Uh, Chrissy says that she feels as though Croc was betrayed and that she's guttered over the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're kind of swapping over back to the blue tribe over here, but, uh. Yeah, because I mean, like, really, it's not at all segmented. The host is bouncing between blue and red. Everyone's just talking about everything. And this is the first time that Ben kind of, like, sticks up for himself against Chrissy of, like, hey. Yeah, Croc screwed me over, Chrissy, so yeah, yeah I went against he, him. He says Croc betrayed me, so I had to scramble, and that's what happened. Um, but I don't know. Croc didn't really betray Ben. I'm going to argue this with you, Con. Like, I think he did. He Okay, it's just like, Ben doesn't have all the info. He doesn't have all the info that... But and I Croc guess, should, was the one who should have given yeah, him the info. It's fucking weird. It's on fucking Croc. It's very weird that Croc goes to Ben... And he's like, let's vote the kid off, but mm-hmm. doesn't explain that Jesse has spearheaded this initiative to vote Ben off. And Absolutely. maybe Croc doesn't even realize that Jesse was spearheading that. I mean, but he knows that someone was spearheading it. Yeah. And it, if if I your think... if your loved one is part of that blind side on him, it's valid for Ben to feel like maybe well, you were it's involved. Just, it's just and weird like... for Croc to have not also been like yeah and there's a bunch of votes coming your way for sure but i'm not voting for you maybe he didn't know the number of votes coming ben's way maybe it's just kind of i don't know the whole thing's a little bit murky i don't know if it's fully fair for ben to feel like croc betrayed him no i mean but he definitely didn't keep him in the loop like you would think your number one ally would okay Sam is wearing Khan's necklace. So it's like, there's no clear moment, I think, is there? At least I didn't see it of him like giving her the necklace, but no. it just becomes clear that she's she just now wearing has it. it for yeah. sure. And then uh, Ben leans over and tells Khan to play his idol for himself. Yes. Uh, exactly. Red's laughing at them. Um, yeah, he pretty much says that if you want to stay, you need to play your idol and mm-hmm. definitely puts a good amount of paranoia into Khan at those comments. Khan checks in with Sam, who kind of half reassures him, half says, like, well, I don't totally know what's happening, <laughs> which is never a great sign. No, and that never reinstills confidence in you as a player at all. Red's still laughing at the messiness, but Khan, to his credit, you know, he says that he does not regret giving Sam the idol necklace still. Okay. Which, I mean, like, that's commendable of him he really has his back to the wall here and he holds true to his word and he's like you know what i've got a hidden i've got a hidden idol if i need it i've got something and after that i've got my relationships 
Sam does win me back a, a little bit with the whole necklace situation mm-hmm. by saying that Khan giving it to her was an incredibly honorable and generous act, which is. And- I mean, it is, but also like, yeah, you shouldn't have asked for it. We get a little bit of Khan love here where Chrissy also just says that Khan is super loyal and she kind of like says that I can always look at Khan in the eyes and know what's going on. But tonight, I don't even need to look him in the eyes. I just trust him. Mm-hmm. And then she does turn and look him in the eyes. And Khan is like now very emotional. And then she says that she knows she's good to go. Yeah. And now red and blue vote at the same time, which is also fucking weird. It's really weird. It's strange to me that it's not more separated, but I, it's fine. Yeah. It's just a little surprising because they've done it even slightly differently within the season. 100%. Um, yeah. So what's rolling in? Chrissy's still on a revenge kick on Ben, and Ben's still mad at Chrissy. Um, The two people who get voted off aren't just immediately voted off. They face off in a fire-building challenge, and that person goes home. Yes. So when they find that out, and then... The red votes are counted first. Absolutely. Who's in it for red? No red idols are played. Nope. We get three votes for KJ, five votes for Mel. Mel's got to make some fire. No idols played for blue. Right. Two votes for Khan. But they didn't flush his idol. Four votes for Ben. Bye-bye, Benny. Ben versus Mel fire challenge. Okay, this fire challenge was freaking epic. We recently watched Survivor 41, which also features a top-notch fire-building challenge between uh, Devante and Heather, I believe. Okay. This definitely rivaled it. Uh, way better. It was like super intense that where they had to like get up and block your flame with oh, your body. Yeah, the wind and starts like, blowing. So just to kind of run so through much it, smoke billowing out. It starts off with Mel, who's really like favoring husk use. She's mm-hmm. throwing tons of husk on it. It seems like it's never a good idea. Right. People like it's always like burn hot yeah. really quick and then die out. And, and then you have nothing touching the flame almost immediately. Yes. And all, for a second, it seems like it's a strategy that could work out. Touching the string, the string. Yeah. What did I say? Flame, flame, the yeah. flame touching the string. Yes. Um, ben has this little tiny fire. It's super smoky. He kind of smothers it for a while. Michelle is shouting advice out to her twin, mm-hmm. which is a sweet moment. And then lots of people start like throwing out different ideas. Ben does get, like, a more sustained fire that seems to be burning just, like, at a more even pace. And he starts to build height onto it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he now, at this point, has more husk to work with. So it seems like he has a more stable base and is able to, like, throw a bunch of husk to build it up. To make that flame go crazy and then light more TP logs and, yeah. And then we get to that point where they both have good fires. The wind is Surprised blowing. Surprised Mel was able to get that back. Oh, yeah. And Mel is the only one who is moving her body to block the wind. And that might be what gives her the edge. And then Ben copies it and decides to do the same thing because the wind is blowing the flame away from the line. But it's too late. Mel takes it. And just seconds before Ben's went up. Seconds. It was maybe the best, the best fire making I've ever seen. Good work for both of them. It's like an honorable loss for Ben. Fucking took three attempts so to get him sad. off. I, I would have been so excited had Ben won that. Not even that I like him more than Mel or anything like that. It's just like 
getting cut down so many times and continuing to like he would have a huge target on his back just for that alone because of the resume that comes with oh they tried to vote me off three times i kept surviving and then i fucking sent someone home on a fire challenge that's like indisputable heavy resume stuff i think that would be would have been super cool though ben and shay have a tender moment Mm. ben gives her the this holiday sucks hat be good and behave Oh, and And eat uh, lots of food. (laughs) The host says things are about to heat up. Either stop playing with fire or watch your game go up in smoke. And with that, we're going to hop into episode 13. Yeah. Do you want to keep rolling? I mean, I think we should. Let's uh, start at day 26. Top of the yep. Okay, day 26. So Red's talking about how they've been here a month. It's day 26. Yeah. They're like two days shy of a short February month. Jordy's perspective is, oh, it's been the best month, but the hardest month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hilariously, we get Jordy and Jesse's commercial. And again, it's like it doesn't have their name on screen, but we get the like cut to them, a shot of them as surfers. We get a little bit of background on them. Yeah. And then also, like, we get this talking head of them already on the beach. So I'm really curious, like, when this takes place in the Survivor, like... It seemed early. It feels to me like right when they arrived. Okay. But, like, they talk about how they're going to go out Hunger Games style with poison berries make it in their to the hands end and then threaten to eat the poison berries so and then... they have to both be the sole survivor <laughs> and it's just like funny because it's like okay i'm 30 not to give away my age but i'm 30 yes and like hunger games came out when i was in undergrad in sophomore year of undergrad so i was like really 1920 or that's when the movie that's when the movie came out so like books came out when we were in like middle school high school when i was in early high school you were in late middle school you're a year older than me yes you i don't think it's like i said middle school high school so just sometime (laughs) in that range right but that's why it's like i feel like people who are maybe two years younger three years younger than me were like in the prime yes and so it's like i think that's around well jesse's young he's like 21 right? what's undeniable jackie is they're huge cultural touchstones i mean we both understand the reference i've never read the book and i've seen the movies once it's just but i under we get the reference because they're giant cultural landmarks right but anyone five maybe within five years mm. older than us but 10 years older than us have no idea the no, reference i don't think so I don't think really? so. Really? Those are insanely popular movies. And My books. parents have no idea. Your parents who are in their 60s. Yeah, I sure. Mean, they don't 50s know. And, but like, That's a huge jump. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they are giant popular things in popular culture. It's a very, like, absolutely it's a reference people get. Really? Yes. The movies were hugely popular. The books were hugely popular. People, all kinds of people read, like, super accessible young adult literature like that. That's why they were made into super blockbuster movies. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, my my 60-year-old parents don't know the reference. Well, oh, I mean, touche. Like, they're, they are people who would watch Survivor. Your dad might know the reference. I mean, your parents don't watch Survivor. 
I mean, they watched when I was younger. Did they? Yeah, but we they... watched like the first eight <laughs> seasons together. Maybe the Hunger Games are very popular in Australia. Okay. <laughs> um, and then they go in to, oh my God, what is this? Says Khan. Yes, because they are, hold on, I have to find my place in my notes. I think I <laughs> maybe preemptively traded your page over yes 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 because we're okay map yes so because we're at what we think is going to be either the reward or the immunity yes but it turns out to be merge we're at the merge episode your buffs yes which is sad for shay poor benny because yeah one episode they only had to hold out one more episode but the twins are reunited and hilarious, this would be the last day of U.S. Survivor, and they're just merging. That's crazy. And there's still 13 players in. Yes. They have a 1 in 13 chance, which if we're talking decimals, that's only a 7% chance. Fuck. Right now, they have a 7% chance of winning Survivor. That's a little bleak. That's that is really low. pretty fucking bleak. So Mark has this talking head where he talks about how he has an idle wedding gift for his wife, which I guess is romantic, uh, question mark, which uh, blows up in his face. Yeah, like hard blows up. Shay is bummed out, of course. She says <laughs> it's just double motivation. She's playing for Benny now. She's playing for two because she's pregnant with Benny's baby, I oh, assume. God, that's uncomfortable for her sister who's supposedly his wife mm-hmm. i don't know they're like in-laws mark and shay and ben no chrissy and oh i said shay, shay. they said chrissy was pregnant with crocs i didn't say croc or chrissy at all i don't know where you're that came flying from off the handle on this episode i don't know what's going what? on with you you're flying off mark um, is still in the doghouse we all yes. joke and um there this question begins to emerge now that we are at the merge of is this going to be a couples game or a singles game? There are four sets of couples, which ring up eight, and there are five singles. So ultimately, couples band together, they can ping off those five singles. But is that going to be what happens? And so they're playing for reward. Yes. And what they're playing for is quite the reward. $5,000 cash every month. For 12 months. For a whole fucking year. Totaling $60,000. In cash. Yes. Now, do you think winning this is just putting a giant target on your back? Oh, absolutely. It's over a tenth of the winning, like the total winning. We'll remind you that the winning is $500,000. Is it dollars? I think so. Whatever Australian money is, right? I mean, but this is the same. Kangaroo bucks? It's dollars. Australians use dollars? Yeah. I mean, it's different dollars than our dollars, but they're also dollars. Well, I mean, but like... I think they're not pounds. I don't think they're like pounds. I think right. they're called dollars. But like in Russia, they're called rubles. I know. So it's not crazy for no, me to think No, I'm pretty that sure they that they're just called, called dollars. Kangaroo bucks. I mean, I mean not... kangaroo bucks, definitely not. Down under... Down under coins. <laughs> yes. Down under coins. Do you know that... Do you know what Burger King is called in Australia? What? It's called Hungry Jack's because when Burger King came to Australia, there was a pre-existing smaller chain that had the Burger King name. So it's called Hungry Jack in Australia. I love it. Let's go down and get some Hungry Jack. Why Cody, don't you? Australian's national currency is Australian dollars. Oh, what? Which comes in fives, tens, twenties, fifties, and hundred dollar notes. There's no one? 
Coins come in five, ten, twenty, and fifty cent. Yeah. And one and two dollar coins. It's true what they say. Go big in Australia. They yeah. don't even fuck around with the dollar bill. Or pennies. Damn. Fuck pennies. The least amount of change is five pence or five cents. Australian dollar. Okay. It's Australian for money. So let's go <laughs> win this money. It's a Foster's commercial rip. Do you know the Foster's beer commercials? No. Foster's. It's Australian for beer. And a giant can of beer? No. All okay. Right. So they have to hold a rope and travel from a wooden, like, table that has a... That's collapsible, essentially. That's being held up by the rope only. Oh, you're That's talking about where the puzzle pieces to. are. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes. They're traveling from, like, a wooden table with all the puzzle pieces in their puzzle flat. Yes. And you have to walk the rope to a triangular platform that they're holding up with the rope that they have to hold tension to and make it a vertical puzzle. Yes, and then walk back to the table, keeping the table taut enough and balanced enough to not spill the puzzle, get the next piece, repeat. Interestingly... 10 pieces, I believe. Not 12? Mm, Upwards of 10 pieces. I think you might be right. I one think thing, it's 10. one thing you do come to notice watching it is if you drop pieces. Yeah. So say I have six pieces on my platform and four of them fall on the ground. The two that stay standing up can remain standing up, and then I have to pick up the four that fell, walk them back to my platform, and then I can rebuild. If those remain, if you're standing. able to keep the two remaining, yes. without them falling, which would be very hard, very very difficult. Might take way more time than just like dropping them and grabbing and going. So uh, one thing that you start to see early on is people using both hands on the rope and either putting the puzzle pieces in their mouth, maybe tucking it in the crook of their neck or in like a little arm flap. Or in their bra if they're Chrissy, ladies. Chrissy, I think, specifically does the tit hide. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark gets an early fucking lead where he's like a whole block ahead. I really love Jordy's bloody hell response as like a what the fuck, man. For the longest time, Mark is just one piece ahead of everyone. Mm -hmm. It it is kind of fun to see Jordy and Jesse now playing individual games because Jordy is very much in like protective big brother mode where Mm -hmm. even here he's coaching his brother to like take your time, go slow. It's just fun to see. Yeah. Uh, And it's just like, this is a fun challenge to watch. It's very like. So much tension. Right. You think someone's doing really well and then pieces drop and then multiple people pass. And then it's just like, it's hard to keep track of who's going faster or winning. And I have some highlights. Uh, Chrissy drops two of her puzzles and then the rest. So she struggles a little bit. Um, Con, Shay, and Jordan all pass over Mark before Mark drops. Absolutely. Right. It's Mark, you can tell, is heartbroken when he drops. Mm Because at that point, it's like, if someone else doesn't fuck up, you're just out of it. There's no way you're going to catch up. Well, I mean, he was trying to win that college money for Harry. True. Little baby Harry. Con goes for the kill once Mark has dropped. And he's just like, eye on the prize, going for it. Jordan's right at his heels, unclear if maybe he's going to be able to get the edge on con one thing that was fun when chrissy dropped though is she's like but now they're all mixed up because she couldn't remember what the puzzle looked like right that sucks that was funny though 
Khan gets to the point where he places his final piece and then he's walking back and we do see shots of the puzzle from the side and mm-hmm. you can see that it isn't perfectly evenly stacked. Yes. And so you're like, oh, is it going to wobble? Is it going to fall? And it's, it's majorly wobbling when he's walking back to, you know, he has all the pieces and then you have to get back to your platform the final time. You definitely think he's going to drop it, but does he? No, he makes it. He made it. The fear of Khan. Uh, he, that's a nice $60,000. I mean, yeah. fucking good for Khan. And like, parceled out. That's nice. Takes the sting out of some later events in this episode. I just want to note that in my notes right here, I have in all caps, Khan. Huge target with that idol. Yes. If he doesn't win immunity, he will have to play his idol. It's okay. I just want to note on. that yeah. that is literally verbatim in my notes right here. He so is, yeah, he's playing. This is fucking idiotic as we Khan unfold. is playing such a dangerous game. And the fact that he's had an idol for as long as he has and wins this reward specifically mm-hmm. and that he still thinks he can ride the and it's the merge mm-hmm. and it's the first vote mm-hmm. post merge. Con, you mm-hmm. madman. You stupid motherfucker. Uh, you're really just playing with fire. You fucking wrote it so long. You didn't long, even dude. get the chance to play with fire, Con. Are you a, ga- are you a gambler, Con? Yeah. You just have to ride it one last time. I'm e- up, I'm up, I'm up. E- and then and then you're down. And then I, you're crashing Well, maybe down. it's good you done, didn't win the 500000 then. Maybe it's good you done didn't win the 500000 <laughs> Con. So they go to Blue Camp for merge. And I note that Sam is being super overly friendly with Shay here. Khan has this like ridiculous briefcase he has to carry around with him. And it's like, it's all $60,000 in this briefcase he has. It's just very big. Right. Um, Khan calling himself a challenge beast is really cute. And then um, Shay also is dubbed the challenge beast. Mm-hmm. Um, Khan also like reflecting on how it's super much an advantage about not having his sister there. How he's not like distracted or worried about anyone else. And it's able to be like a focus for him instead of like always looking over his shoulder, always like trying to keep track of somebody else. And then we get the Mel and Michelle commercial. Which uh, is Mel like a fashion designer? She looks like she has like... What is going on here? This very fancy background. But we do find some interesting info about them. I wish we had found it out sooner. They are not just identical... Mirror twins? Sorry. Not just identical twins, but mirror twins. Um, And like apparently we're just moments away from being Siamese twins if they had split <laughs> in utero slightly differently. Uh, really glad that they're not. Yes, I mean, not they us. Are. They, they are. are. But like what that means is like one of them is left-handed, the other is right-handed. One of them has a distinctive tooth on one side. The other, it would be mirrored and it's on the other side. That's crazy. Very interesting. Now, I just want to note, while we're at the feast... Their, like, merge feast seems so much nicer than, like, an American merge feast. You think so? They have, like, really nice wine glasses. They have a big tablecloth Mm. out. They have silverware. They have, like, you see them using a gravy boat to pour gravy on. I think Sam was doing that. You definitely don't get that fancy in American Survivor when the feast comes. It's very, like, hand food, eating lots of stuff with your hands where they get, like, plates and cutlery and napkins and like i think it can vary so much season to season on american survivor 
one, I did find it disappointing in 41 that not everyone is privy to the merge feast, mm-hmm. that it's like half of the people get it and half don't. It's a nice coming together bonding moment. And someone even talks of like, oh, you know, there's the bond of food and it just feels like paradise. Even most people don't want you here. Um, the merge feast is a nice Sweden, you know, non-conflict moment even though people are still playing and being social, but just everyone gets to eat. Everyone gets to recharge. It's the beginning of a new phase of the game. Talking about a bond, let's take a hard left over to Sam and Mark. Yes. And their little boy, Harry. Harry, you're a, you're a son of a survivor, Harry. You're a survivor, Harry. You're a survivor, son, Harry. You're a wizard, Harry. You're a survivor (laughs) wizard, Harry. So... This is essentially Mark and Sam's commercial. Yes. Them playing with their little boy. We have a... It's a big old deal not to be with Harry, it is. Which is actually a sweet moment. Sam getting emotional, talking about how they're both away from their, like, three-and-a-half-year-old son, whom they made after playing Survivor Australia Season 2. Yeah, so they played like seven seasons ago together where they met and fell in love. You get some shots of them back at season set or season two with like you get the flashbacks with her on his back getting a piggyback ride and then both of them getting snuffed. Yes, Mark looking thinner in the face as time will do to a person and much younger. Yes, I think Mark looks much younger where Sam looks about the same. Agreed. Sam um, does speak to like, oh, it just kind of like goes to show how much the game means to us. The fact that we're both willing to be away from little Ari and just how much they want to win. And she specifically talks on making up for the mistakes they made last time they played, trying to change their survivor story, if you will. And, you know, so far, like Sam's been to tribal seven times. Neither of them have gotten votes, but there is this like little bit of a cloud that's hovering over that like they're the only couple that's in love that's like a relationship couple they were voted out last time because of being a power couple and this fear that like this narrative of them being a power couple will follow them into this even though that's not how they've played the game so far a few interesting things come up with Mark and Sam this episode and this is the first one Mm -hmm. to me initially it seems like everything's going to be peachy keen Sam is tight with Con and Jesse. Yep. While Mark, Sam, Jesse, and Jordy are all kind of tight. So, like, there's that Jesse Jordy connection. Seems like you can just and bring Josh. these groups together. You've got a, you or know, Jordan. Yeah, a good thing working. Uh, but the first thing that comes up is Jordy, while talking to Sam, brings up that Mark has an idol. And this is news to Sam. It's, you know, we debate a little bit, like, was this something that Jordy purposely did? Because Mm -hmm. Mark claims that he told Jordy that he wasn't telling Sam yet. But, like, But Sam makes the point. Sorry. No, you go. I'm sorry. Mark also, like, talks about how this is, like, going to be a wedding gift to Sam. So, like, him not telling her then. I mean, he does go ahead to explain it later, being like, I really didn't want this to be another thing that could be used to target us. Right. If someone finds out, the less people know, the safer it is. Mm -hmm. But there is a moment when, like, Sam is specifically talking about, like, breaking the camp into segments and how she and Khan have been looking. Yeah. And he doesn't tell her that. No. Super weird. She And, like, she's like, oh, well, I think 
she makes the point of Jordy just assumed you told me because like he tells Jesse everything, he would just assume that you tell me everything. If, she's definitely she's hurt by this, I think. If Mark wasn't in the doghouse before, he certainly is now. I think she's hurt, she's unhappy, she's frustrated. Jordy's like, oh, I can't believe he didn't tell you. And it's kind of this awkward moment for Sam of just being like, yeah, I also can't believe he didn't tell me. Ha ha, we're so close. Ha ha. When Sam confronts him, she makes this comment like, well, at least Jordy's going to know that you're loyal. And Mark just laughs. That's his first reaction. And like, she means like, you're being loyal to Jordy, not to me. And I think he's reading it as like, her like jokingly being like, haha, you didn't really tell me you were loyal. Oh, I think the opposite. Oh, I think Mark takes okay. it as like, yeah, you're right. It's a positive thing. Jordy will think it's me being loyal to him. Yeah, you're right. And Sam means it as a dig of like, well, he's going to know you're loyal, as in like, you're not even telling your wife about your idol that makes you look not at all loyal. You're right. I'm wrong. Yeah, she's just like, I can't believe you didn't tell me. Husbands are always right, like Mark um, says. Mark is like, oh, it's day one. I can't lay it out immediately. Talks about how, yeah, like you said, it makes it just complicated. And now that they're less safe, he kind of points out that she did ask him about it in a very public area. Mm -hmm. And that point is a little bit lost on Sam. Yeah. But then it's like, Mark is just like, well, aren't you proud of me? And then she's like, oh, well, you didn't even give me, you didn't give me a moment. Congratulations, Mark. Don't be, don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at me, Mark. I'm Don't so afraid of you. Okay, um, too far. I, I was joking. I was dancing around that joke without what? directly saying it. I, I don't even know what you're talking well, about. Well, I mean, Khan almost. Yes. Um, okay, so they come up with a name. Yes, they are going to be called the Lava Tribe because it looks like lava, looks like blood, but flows like, like water, water. Which is something Shay comes up with. Yep, love it. Good stuff. And, um, uh, alternate names that are briefly thrown out. Glitter, bin chicken, bush turkey, all, bush turkey. all good choices. You know, you want some bush turkey later. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Uh, Mark does talk to Khan in the river. Tells Khan that Khan is seen as a threat. But Mark wants to go for the king. He wants to, he wants to be the hashtag king killer. Uh, a thing that he, you know, it's like, okay, Mark, fine to say this once. Maybe you don't need to go back to that metaphor 30 times this episode. And isn't it King Slayer? Well, I mean, you can like King Slayer, King Killer. There's all kinds of, it's just however you want to say it, right? Yes. Um. Well, I think we've got some immunity to rock. Do we want to take a quick break before we head there? Let's take a quick break, and then we will talk the second half of this episode. Can't wait to wrap up 14. 13. 13. 13. Wait, We're only is on it 13? 13? It's 13. Okay, unlucky number 13. Uh-oh. Ooh. For somebody. Yep. Well, I mean, we have to... Th- I, it was just... Uh, a, I mean... We need to throw it to commercial be- more definitively. We will be right back, you survivor crazies. Welcome back to Survivor Cast International, Survivor Australia, Blood v. Water, Episode 13. Splash. 
Do, 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 do. We are back from break, and I believe, Jacqueline, we are at immunity. We are. We're about to have fun, but not hot in the kitchen? <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure that's something someone says. <laughs> no. Okay, no, I have it here. Con, now post-merge, is it hot in the is it hot in the kitchen? Con, is it hot in the kitchen? Oh, because then Con's response is, we're having fun, but it is hot in the kitchen. I love Con. Oh, I love Con, too. You pointed Con. out, Con, you pointed out that this host is maybe a little more woke than Jeff Probst and doesn't have to make a big deal about it, unlike Jeff Probst. And exactly. he just says, come on in, without Always. being gender-specific either way right he doesn't need a fucking medal for it yeah we don't need to like bannerize him for it bannerize him is that when you put someone on a banner yes and celebrate them exactly (laughs) no need to bannerize me he said secretly wishing to be bannerized so for immunity they're all gonna stand on a platform and they have to hold a bar up with their arms yes at like mid chest level it's connected to a bucket of water and a it's rope 35 percent of their body weight that they're holding and he makes a point of like for some of them if you're lots of muscle and little little body, body aka shay shay might be a little easier for you yes some notes before we jump into it shay is now wearing the this holiday hats sucks <laughs> this holiday sucks hat yes uh, there's a new immunity necklace. It looks fun. Now that we're post-merge, it does look very cool. Sam is dressed to match her. Crazy, right? It's crazy. Yeah, she's like matching the structures around her. Shay's wearing red that kind of matches the yeah. red that ne- that's near her. But there's like this purple and yellow near Sam. And she's wearing a purple and yellow top that perfectly blends in with it. No, she's wearing like a yellow top that matches the top half that's yellow. And then, and then purple pink pants. pants that match the pink bottom of the structure. I thought it was purple. It might pink. be purple. I think but it's either way, it's like purple bottom, purple slash pink bottom. She looks like a fucking yellow 90s top. rapper in these crazy or like colors. More so a workout instructor. Come on, guys, let's stretch. Or like a, a goon Go. who works for the Joker. Hmm. Some like dance villain dancing around fighting Batman. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I thought it too. So <laughs> quality doesn't beat quantity. Mm. I'd rather have a thousand Chrissy's over one con. That's mean. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just said wow. names. I just, wow. I just pulled names. Boo. I like Chrissy. I've been Shame. a staunch defender Shame. of Chrissy. Okay. Chrissy all the way. Speaking of Chrissy, she's the first one to drop. <laughs> See? Proving my point. <laughs> and then, yes, Khan uh, says that this hurts so much. Uh, Michelle drops next. The host says that Shay is a weapon locked and loaded. Yeah, and Shay's like, quit putting a fucking target on my back, asshole. <laughs> yeah, in so many words. That's yeah, what she says. exactly. And then there's this cute moment when Jordy and Khan, who are next to each other, decide they both... that they want to drop at the same time. But Khan dodges the water. Khan does a quick little step over. Just makes you love him. Mm-hmm. But isn't it? Isn't this like the closest thing to a shower you've had in 26 days? Well, who knows about this water? It's though. real yellow. How long is this like tepid water? Been it's full of like dead flies and shit. Ew. Okay, you're right. Mark is the next to drop after 10 minutes in. Then Mel. Then Josh. 
15 minutes after Josh, and KJ is doing great, and the host is super fucking surprised. Yes. Shay's also doing very well, and like the last of the the last endurance challenge, she's able to just like go full statuesque. But then it's like she's wearing a Tanuki Mario suit. For sure. For sure. She's like hardcore not, going. Not, not a Tanuki suit, the like a bear costume where she can turn into a statue. I have no idea what you're talking she's about. She's statuesque, if you will. Yes, but then she looks over at KJ, gets distracted, and whoosh splash. Yes. That, that's such a, a funny moment. It's because it's like um Shay is KJ's like, oh, check out my biceps. My biceps look so huge. And Mel is, no, shit. Shay, Shay. is looking at her. And then that then moment she, of lot lack Well, she of, says something like, yeah. um, just like swollen or like, yeah. Something and then, and then drops. Yeah. There is a moment where the host says, Dave is juiced on this one. And I, I love that juicy in relation to Dave is both an adjective and a noun. I can switch between the two. So over this juice, Dave. Oh, Dave is juicing this one. <laughs> um, as soon as shade jo- drops, Jordan just like gives up because it seems like he doesn't think it matters anymore. It's at the 25 minute mark. Maybe he's just at the end of it. Um, KJ does make a comment that she's doing this to make her kids proud. And then we got Jordy and Mark who are sitting next to each other because their platforms were next to each other. They start plotting. Is it going to be Khan or is it going to be Shay? Good question. That's what they're debating, the boys. But then there's this moment. Okay, when Sam drops and then Dave drops right after Sam, I feel like Jesse made this, like, strained, painful noise. There's, like, a, like, like, and then Sam and Dave dropped. So yeah. it's like, did he do that to like freak them out, or I don't know. was it just like involuntary? Did I imagine it? I don't have it in my notes, so maybe. <laughs> well, it's not in my notes, so I don't know. Oh, fair, cool, it's just funny. No, I was joking because oh. that's what you said. Okay. <laughs> um, KJ, it's now KJ versus Jesse. Yeah, and they hit the fifty-minute mark. That's crazy. That's pretty fucking great. Uh, KJ at this point starts to show signs of fatigue for the first time. Um, KJ's also wearing an Austin, Texas t-shirt, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, the host says KJ's fighting for her little kids while Jesse's fighting with his little biceps. <laughs> that was a funny moment. But then uh, poor little KJ drops. And Jesse wins first individual immunity. Woo-hoo. He has this interesting uh, PH visor on. Just I'm on hat patrol now. Okay. You're just only noticing hats from now on. Yeah. Only talking about hats. Only hats. Survivor hat podcast. (laughs) Hat Viver, the podcast. Um, Top off your Viver. Top of your Viver to you? Top of your Viver. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) KJ says that the hope. She hopes her kids are impressed and that she's impressed with herself. Hell fucking yeah. And isn't being impressed with ourselves the real immunity reward? Isn't that how we care for our spirit? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got Jesse with immunity. We roll back to camp. We get the shot, like that kind of like B-roll transition shot of the man on the caves with the harpoon gun. Mm-hmm. And then Jesse's feeling good, of course, feeling oh, real yeah. good. And, uh, you know, 
Mark is ready to knock out Khan. Yeah, he's full on going for King Khan. But wants to split the vote with Mel. He makes a couple of comments of like, oh, everyone falls under Khan's little spell. Hmm. And I'm like, Mark, are you jealous of Khan? Do you think Khan's like hitting on your wife, Mark? Because Khan's definitely gay, Mark. Well, yes. And he just, I don't know. It seems just a foot in the direction of personal for Mark a couple of times. I know there's another time coming up I'll point out. Okay. The boys plan to vote the boys alliance. You know, Hashtag big boys. Big boys plan to vote for Khan and the gals, they want to vote for Mel. But Mark feels like he can get Sam to play along with him. Yes. They want to either kill King Khan or flush his idol and split up the twins. Yes. One of those two scenarios. And, uh, they decide to get people in on it, but then the only person Mark doesn't get in on it, and the only person Sam doesn't get well, in on it. Well, because the thing that, because Sam has... A, Sam has the plan to get out Shay. Exactly. Still gunning for Shay. We should probably establish that. I, Sam yes. is talking to Jess, and hilariously, like, Shay walks right past them while they're plotting to get her out at some point. Um... And so, yeah, so Sam is brewing this completely separate plan for Mark, neither of them having communicated it. No, both Sam assuming wants... that the other will be on, like, on their team with it. Mark has the boys on Khan, gals on Mel, while Sam is planning to, uh, what is she planning to do? She's planning to... Just everybody, everybody get out vote, Shay. Everyone vote out Shay, but she specifically pulls Khan in in on the plan and Khan pulls the twins in on it. Khan, Jesse, Mel, and Michelle. So it's just hilarious that the people, you know, Mark wants Sam to work with him while she's brewing a plan with the very people Mark is planning to vote off. Yeah. So then Mark and Sam finally get a chance to talk it out. I just feel like at this point that Mark is going to completely bulldoze Sam's game. Mm -hmm. I would love to have seen Sam play without Mark but this is with how the vote goes and how he acts in this conversation. He's just going to steamroll over her. I feel like, um, I don't know. We get like, I get some feeling that maybe Sam will go along with it for a little bit of time, but then I think that she might be the one to be like, I'm going to flip on my loved one and win this. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I, especially not post merge. Hmm. Okay. It's like, I don't even think that Mark is necessarily incorrect that Khan is the smarter vote because Khan has an idol and Khan is very charming, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. <laughs> but he's just not listening or corroborating or collaborating with Sam at all. He's just no, like, he's just telling her what to fucking do. He like essentially has his arms crossed and he's just like, I don't like your plan. I have my own plan and I expect you to do my plan. So some things that he specifically says, he's like, I've got five guys loyal to me, so why would I like? Why would we? You care about Khan being loyal to you? Sam kind of rebuffs it with like he is that dangerous player, but one who wants to work with us. But one versus five is Mark's rebuttal. Mark also says, "Don't burn relationships I've spent forever building." At which point, Sam says, "Don't get angry with me about right. this." Right, and it's also like, "What about Sam's relationships?" Exactly. Mark's being very one-sided, mm-hmm. and it, it, Sam is more willing to have a conversation than Mark is willing to have. And then we get a cutaway of Sam being like, "Is that like all I wanted to do this whole time is play with my husband?" 
And now all I can think is like, is this really what I wanted? Is this like how I want to play my game? It must. And suck. it's really sad. It, yeah, it is sad. It must suck to feel that way. I think it is a very potential pitfall mm-hmm. of, especially w- with the way this is set up, where you start separated. Absolutely. Khan walks in on them, like, arguing about voting him out. And he's like, are you all having a domestic? And then, like, as a joke. And then realizes, <laughs> so like, no, they're actually, like, fucking fighting. Also and, like, wants to play counselor. So funny that it's fucking Khan who comes upon them. Right. Of all the people. Because he's, A, the person they're fighting over, essentially. Yes. And he's the one who's going to not let it go, make a bunch of jokes, and then, yeah, like, play act marriage counselor that's so ridiculous right before that there is a moment where sam says to mark i run the show over here this isn't red and i don't like being told what to do where it really seems like Mm. she is going to just like say fuck you mark and vote you think she wants to and so while con is playing counselor sam says that she feels like she's being silenced by five big guys. Mm-hmm. And Mark's like, you're not being silenced. You have your own vote. We all have our own vote. You don't have to like. Which I mean, you know, at least he he at least is uh... clear eyed on that. I think he kind of says it like an asshole. Like, fuck off. You couldn't vote for yourself or whatever. It, you know what it kind of boils down to is like, if you're not going to vote with me, I'm not going to have a conversation with you and you can just. Do whatever you want with your vote. Yeah. That I'm not even concerned about it if it's not aligning with my interest. When they're supposed to be a team. And Sam's just like not okay being told what to do and being brought along. She wants to play the game, not be like the sidekick girlfriend. Exactly. And I like that. I like Sam versus the patriarchy energy. I want Sam to be like, fuck the five boys club. Fuck that Mark thinks that it's just the guy show and he can just carry that over from Red. I want her to break them up. If Mark was fucking smart, he'd be like, okay, well, we were going to split it on Mel in case he plays the idol. How about we split it on Shay? Yeah, some type of compromise. Yeah, like, oh, and then if she doesn't want Khan to go home, she'll go and whisper to Khan, hey, I heard that the guys are planning on you. You should maybe use your idol tonight, and then you'll get Shay to go home. So you'll get exactly what you want, and and the boys will think that they got what they wanted. And then you can put on your resume, if you find yourself before Mm -hmm. the jury, you could say, not only was I able to placate my husband and like use him as the couple power thing, but I also played him behind his back and still played my own and game. And still got Shay out when I wanted yeah, Shay out. Yeah, him and as like, a puppet, even. Exactly. That would have been the smart thing to do. Just saying, hire me for couples counseling. Jesse goes to bro down with his bro to talk about bro stuff before the, the tribal. And Jordy basically tells Jesse to be a spy and to stay tight with Sam and his people. Khan is a sneaky bugger. Um, Mark... Says that there's going to be lots of broken hearts at Tribal tonight, which also feels like, Mark, Khan is not in love with your wife, okay? Settle down. Khan and your wife did not fall in love on the other tribe. You don't have to break any hearts. No. Um, He's going to kill the king. Kind of annoying that he keeps, like, you say it once, Mark. It doesn't have to be, like, your catchphrase of the episode. So let's go to tribal code. We head into tribal with a very stressed out Sam. Absolutely. She does know what she's going to do. But you know who's not super stressed? The host? Shay, who looks like a fucking goddess. Yeah, you were really taken by Shay at this tribal. Her hair looks amazing for being on the island for 26 days. That's a great point, actually. Yeah, exactly. Shay looks fucking great. 
the host kind of speaks on the old alliances and the new dynamics at play in the tribe. Mm -hmm. Shay hasn't talked to many people since the merge, she says, which is not a good sign, as she's aware of. Yeah, Shay, not good. It's pointed out that there are currently more pairs than singles, and the host just kind of speaks on what does that mean. I think Jesse kind of talks about, like, you know, really there's all these different combinations of how things could play out going forward. And then his very classy brother says, you know, check your keys in the bowl and let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's swinger illusion. Yeah, let's reference all having sex together, Jordy. <laughs> Anything um, possible post-merge, even <laughs> a giant orgy, potentially. Vava to the boom. And then we, oh no, Mark... When he's asked, he says, like cream, good ideas rise to the top. Oh. Um, Sam says, Mark and I are in a readjustment period. And <laughs> from how she's talking, makes it seem very clear that she is not voting, voting with him. Not voting with Mark, voting with Khan, not yes. voting for Khan. Getting Shay out of there. Mark says that tonight's vote's very critical. Sam says, it's a simple vote for me. I'm keeping loyalties. Khan has this big smile on his face, and the host kind of, like, calls him out, asking why. And Khan's just like, bro, I just, like, won 60K. It's ridiculous. I have, like, yeah. I obviously have a huge target on my back. Play your fucking goddamn idol, Khan, you for idiot. real, Khan. I hate you this. You idiot. You're too smart of a player Jesus to go out Khan. like this, Khan. Boo. Bukon. God says that you don't know who you can trust, but as in life, you just have to trust. And that goes like for relationships and get little words of wisdom from Khan. Yeah. It's a good moment. Until he fucking fails. Right. Um, Until he shows no self-awareness. Right. This episode really makes me dislike Mark. I am like fully against Mark and the big boys at this point. I 100%. I want Sam to vote Mark off. To destroy that she's Sarah Connor and I want her to one by one destroy the Terminator crew. Well, is it time to vote, Cody? Um, Shay speaks on trust, and Sam is, like, visibly wincing as she talks. Yeah. Mark indicates that he's obviously... Well, there's a moment where I almost think Mark is indicating that he's going to vote with Sam. Hmm. He says something about, like, I love my wife, and then I think he's going to stop being an asshole, but no. No. I love um, my wife because she acquiesced me, and, you know, we'll do whatever I want. Yeah, he wants a trad wife. Yeah. Fucking gross. <laughs> Mark goes to vote first. And while voting off Khan, of course, there's more I'm going to kill the king talk. Yes. He only has one line of thinking. Jordy's mustache. I am Godzilla point two going to kill king because mm, yes. my scale's off because Croc left me. There should be a Godzilla movie where he goes to kill a king. Yes. And speaks in broken English. Exactly like that. Jordy's mustache is looking great. But not his soul. Khan votes for Shay, and then the host goes to collect the votes. And I think, as you can probably tell if you haven't watched the episode, Khan doesn't play his goddamn motherfucking idol. And it's a mistake. It's because, a mistake. Yeah, what are the numbers, Code? The numbers Jacqueline, two votes for Shay, four votes for Mel, six votes for Khan. Which means Sam flipped and went against Khan. And Khan's response, no. I, I love it's very it's a very Khan moment that he does that. Khan. 
Con. I really wish he would have just yelled Con instead of No, though. And now they don't get any more. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get any more good cooking uh, at camp. One thing, they lost their fucking yeah. chef. I did see on. Uh, I saw a little clip, and I had forgotten about it. But apparently, Khan, when he goes to whatever area, like the people who are voted off, he's like cooking for him and shit. I saw a little clip of that. Oh, I knew like he got voted Ponderosa off thing? Yeah, at the Ponderosa. Cool. Um, when Mel got a vote, Jordy, like, interestingly, like, starts, like, rubbing her back and comforting her. I guess, like, being like, don't worry, it's not you, it's Con. I guess. Um, she Con, looks so worried. Yes. First member of the jury, Con. Con. While we wrap up the episode, I'm going to play this song called Long Live the King by Margot Price. Okay. In memory of Con. I love it. A song I've never heard before. Well, you know, last episode, Cody thought he was, jo- I was joking when I said that we weren't going to do, when he said we weren't going to do any more double episodes after these three. And I'm like, just you wait. Oh, wait, I have a few more notes. Oh, I thought you were done. Khan says, thank you. And the last thing the host says. Oh, yes. It was a lot of talk of old relationships. <laughs> but when the votes go in the bowl, you better hope it swings your way. This one doesn't work <laughs> at all. He makes a Fail. swinger reference himself. Fail. When the oh. votes go in the bowl, you better hope it swings your way. Boo. <laughs> Naughty. Um, but yes, we thought that we were only going to do three doubles and that this next 14-15 would be our last. However, they're back to dropping multiple ups a week. Yeah, it seems as though we may have to do a 16-17 as well. But the double episodes are going pretty well, I think. I think we're doing all right. So if you don't hate them... Let us know. And yeah. if you do hate him, keep it to your fucking self and listen anyway. Yeah. Okay. I like that. That's yeah. good, Angie. Well, long live the king. Long live Khan. Khan was robbed. Hashtag Khan was robbed. Hashtag, Hashtag highway Connery. Hashtag Khan for king. Mm. Yes. Find us on Twitter at INT SurvivorCast. Check out our Survivor UK coverage. There's an episode coming within the next 48 hours. Yes. We promise. We promise. We're watching it literally the minute we're done with this. Find our Survivor America 42 coverage starting tomorrow. Are we doing it day of? We're doing it day of, baby. Oh, shit. Okay. So, yeah, and then we'll be catching up on Australia probably next weekend because that's another ton of shit we got to get through. Syracuse coming back soon. Oh, no. Just lots of stuff. Have a wonderful day, beautiful Survivor fans. Con had a dream. Survivor dream. Hashtag was right.